Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Feel very refreshed. I'm so glad. <laughs> Had a good weekend. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you did. Oh, I had... um. I had a, a bit of a adventurous weekend with my um, 16-year-old. <laughs> I had <laughs> I had um, wanted to figure out. Well, would love to just have like a little a little getaway with him um, over the Labor Day weekend, and I was like researching like you know locally sort of like airbnb just some little just get get away and just to acknowledge um how impressed and uh how and just to acknowledge to him impressed and appreciative of uh seeing him turn the corner uh with his um demeanor his attitude um levels of respect uh willingness to get vac- vaccinated all all of the all of these things and i really couldn't find anything um i don't drive um anything that was local that would have been cool uh totally booked booked up Mm-hmm. And the manifestations keep on coming. So I thought, well, all right, um, I could take him back to school shopping, which I talked about the last show. I, you know, just whatever. Um, maybe during some sort of school break, we can do something. But right now, it just isn't isn't the right time. And um, maybe. Maybe on uh, Tuesday or maybe maybe it must have been by Tuesday night because I would have talked about it um, last week. I get a text from my friend who um, I I think I've talked about it, who owns this little exotic little cat. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So okay, yeah, you did so mention they, that on the on the last show. Yes. yes. Oh, I did. And that, that, oh, I did. Oh, okay, great. So then that was like at the la- at the last minute, right? To so mm-hmm. I did because the last time was in in July. I don't remember. So much has happened um, in in the la- in the last week, and I was so I think I was shell shocked because the day before was the hurricane, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like shell shocked from from a lot. So forgive my forgive my repetition. So um, it was such an, a beautiful. Right, because I talked about, yeah, I talked about, now I remember, I talked about the cat. I talked about getting the, the EBT card, which is a w- way to get uh, supplemental food assistance, which I didn't mm-hmm. ask for, but it came. And like, yay. So like all these manifestations, yay, 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 yay. So uh, it was amazing. And this cat and my son, it was <laughs> like, she was a, she was like a teenager. 
uh, <laughs> following him around. I mean, it was just, a, and you see this cat, it's like a Joe exotic cat. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, these these beautiful markings. It looks like a, a, a gray leopard and tiger with, like, a, a, an IQ higher than most adults. Like, this is why <laughs> the cat needs a nanny. Right. And uh, usually my friend's daughter does it, but, of course, she flaked out. So every time she flakes out, you know, they, they call me. But, honey, I left that place uh, better than when I found it. I want them to ask us back. And it's really funny because when you're so used to your surroundings, like you go to the roof deck, it, looks, it could be any place in Europe. I could have been anywhere. You know, we're facing the back of the Museum of Natural History, which looks like a freaking castle. We, we could have been, we could have been, like we got on a plane and we went someplace. We both felt like, oh, my God, this is staycation realness. And we bonded <laughs> and we hung out. And it it was everything. And my friend said, well, you know, it, it is a lot of days about you being home. So if you need to go home and be in your place to come back. And I'm like, wow, she is so used to her environment. She has no idea <laughs> that it's like a five-star situation. Like, I'm sure there's a celebrity or two tucked into this building. I just don't know about it because that's mm-hmm. the level of this kind of situation. <laughs> and my son and I had, like, the most amazing time, but some it was just really lovely, and he got his – one of the things we did on Saturday, I took him for his first dose for his vaccination. Ah. We did that, He and he said, yes, and I want to join the wrestling team, so I need to have at least an a, a average grade of 80. Okay, I was like, let's not get any Fs and let's pass. The, the fact that the, the number 80 came out of his mouth. Very nice. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, yay, yay, yay. We had the most amazing time. But what's so weird, and I was not under the influence of any substances or alcohol with what I'm about to say. Okay. I'm with my child. You know, of course, if we went out to eat, did mommy have a glass of wine? Of course she did. Right. But it's not like I'm like, gah, 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 gah. Yeah, I'm not like, you know, packing bo- bottles or, you know, smoking things or doing whatever. <laughs> so they live on the fifth floor and it's a small building because each unit is like, takes up the entire floor. <laughs> and we get out of the elevator and I recognized where I was clearly. And they have, um, She's a psychologist, so she has this this poster in her. It's really funny, a poster in her hallway that's um, a print from Alice in Wonderland, and mm-hmm. it says, uh, and it's her with you know the tea party and, and there's mushrooms and creatures and whatever, uh, and it says we're all mad here, right? Uh, and that makes that's cute, little little shrink humor. That's cute. What what what? So so I knew where. So that poster is very you know um, unique, very specific. So I knew where, so of course, had the keys out, about to open the door, and this has never happened to me in my life. I know where I am, places, see the poster, so that told my brain, as I'm about to put the key into the apartment door, I actually hesitated because I didn't recognize the door. Mm. And I stood there, mm. and I'm like, I'm not high. 
I'm not drunk. And I'm saying to Jeremiah, I, I said, and I was very, you know, and he knows, <laughs> mommy knows things, and mommy does her podcast, and I'm a little kid, and mommy's been doing this, and she, I'm a baby, so he, mommy, he knows about mommy, right? Thank God. So I'm able to be, you know, very frank with him. And I was just like, I don't recognize this door. This is, I, I know we're here. I know this is the right place. And I just stopped dead in my tracks. The door just didn't look familiar to me. Not anything, just the front door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know I'm in the right place. But I still stopped dead in my tracks. And I said, take the keys, open this door. I know we're here. And I said, I don't know what just happened, but I feel like um, that it must have been some like interdimensional thing or something. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was just for a moment, but it was a very tangible moment. And I, yeah, I don't even know how to articulate a question to explore, but to find out what the hell, what the hell happened in my brain or in my consciousness or in my perception that this door looked completely unrecognizable to me. Mm. I have no idea. And then it didn't happen since, you know, because I'm like, oh, that's the door. This is the house. This is where we're staying. You know, we're here from Friday to Monday. Hello. Right. Wow. Yeah. I know. I'm like, what? So, uh, yeah, and just uh, just a lot, a lot of, a lot of processing all at once. And Marguerite, um, I'm sure she's listening. She posted on Instagram something that I really loved that, you know, something about, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it correctly, but something about, um, you know, you're exhausted because you lived in survival mode for most of your life or something. I'm like, yes. So, 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 so many things have happened to, to change that mindset or to um, shift from surviving to thriving, but mm-hmm. the default setting has always been my whole life. Uh, surviving um, and the synchronicities are downing. So we had the hurricane on Wednesday, which I was, because I go to a, sh- a Broadway show rehearsal and then I'm like, ah, it's Katrina. Ah. Mm-hmm. So that, so, so that was, that was, that was crazy. We did the sh- we did the show um, Thursday. Whatever uh, running around and things had to happen Thursday. Everything's a, everything's a blur. For, uh, Friday, I do three hours of orientation at NYU, and they doubled my workload. I now have two classes that I, I, I had one. Now I have two. Wow. And I'm at an orient. Yeah, I'm at an orient. I'm a professor. I'm at an orientation um, with other faculty in this venue. I teach my first class this coming Friday. I'm like a deer. I'm like a deer in the he- headlights. And then you know each each faculty gets to say a little. I don't even know what I said. I don't even know what I. I have no idea. Don't even know. Don't even know. And. Uh, student raise their hand. So what would you like us to prepare for the first session? Well, I tap dance through that one. Okay, I tap dance through that one and I, and I 
actually gave him a really cool assignment on the fly. Okay, yay. So I'm like, why are you asking me that? I'm like, I didn't even send the welcome email. Hello. <laughs> um, and then from there, um, got, you know, went home, got, got my stuff, went to uh, my friend's place, and she's lovely, but a staunch theist, which is fine, <clears throat> not a spiritual <clears throat> bone in her body. So if I said, you know how some people will have such a vehement response? It's so interesting. And I, I've known her for over 20 years, so I've seen the vehement responses. So I don't talk anything about source spirit. I don't say nothing. Mm. Um, because if I was to say something like law of attraction, um, she would have railed right, right into me like, no such thing, but <laughs> violently. It's really, have you noticed that with some people? No, that, that, that doesn't exist. Like, why are you so angry? Uh-huh. You know, like, okay, like, why are you, oh, why are you swiping at me like that? But she's like that. So I know not to say anything. And because she's a psychologist um, with a lot of patients and been practicing for a long, long time, um, she's always, and it's great, it's her vocation, it's part of her profession. She's very interested and fascinated about how people go about in living and exploring their life and what goes on and whatever. And she um, has a partner that that she's been with for, oh, 15 years. I remember when they started dating. And he is also a staunch atheist, and he is a judge um, based in New York but often goes to Washington, D.C., so these are mm-hmm. intellectuals. These mm-hmm. are, you know, and, and they're, they're very left going, which is great. And, you know, they love me because I check so many boxes. You know, look at my friend, da, 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 check, 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 check. <laughs> right. So they love me. So I, I, you know, I serve a lot of purposes. And we're, we're dear, dear friends. And, and yes, they're very affluent. But I have never felt like, um, I've always felt very, very respected. I've never felt like less than or whatever. And, um, you know, yes, they have this amazing space and, and it was fabulous, but you know, there's no place like home, Dorothy. Mm -hmm. So she's so used, she's so used to, uh, asking the questions and, and, uh, eliciting answers from people and, and, and that, you know, she's so fascinated with that. And, she said, I'm really pissed at, she says the name of the person she's with. And I'm like, why? And then she changed the subject, whatever. And I'm like, why are you mad at so-and-so? And she confided in me uh, language that he had used towards her, and I was shocked. Uh she said she really isn't going to talk to any, any, very few, if not any people. So I said, I am honored that you have so much respect and regard because she's never done, she's, she's never done this before. Mm-hmm. But if I was spoken to that way, um, I was spoken 
I was spoken that way, but that was like I knew I was going to get a divorce and I'm dealing with somebody who didn't think I was going to do it and they were really angry at me and, and being so hypersensitive that I am, even though um, I was ending this marriage, um, it messed me up for a good two weeks to be spoken to that way. Mm. This is someone she shares that. This is someone she's quote unquote in love with, someone she shares a bed with. And I was like, wow. Um, and I actually, uh, he came to pick her up uh, in the car. I walked into the car. I said hello to him, very cordial, what have you. And, um, you know, but she is uh, uh, um, hyper-intellectual, so uh, I know she's going to find a, a way in her brain to, to process this. Um but I was like a little, a little rattled um, for her. Mm. But the fact of that she felt safe enough to, you know, to confide in me, and of course, there's no spiritual talk, obviously. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Right. 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 So I guess my point is, with all the money and affluence and comfort, um, I, 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 if I had to choose you know, between not recognizing her door because of jumpy dimensions. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Like, I, 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 yeah, I would love to know what that was. Would love to know because I was sober as a church mouse. I would love to know. I would love to know. And speaking of church mouse, not really. So one <laughs> night, one night, no, it's getting dark at about 7.30. No, we are right down the block of the Central Park. And uh, about uh, six blocks away from the Dakota, which is this famous building where John Lennon got assassinated, where he used to live. And that, and it faces the park. And it's often, you know, lots of things going on, even at night. And I said, Jeremiah, we would never do this. And I would certainly never do this by myself. But Let's take a walk. I want to, I want to show you this cool building. Um, also, it's where Rosemary's Baby was shot, the movie. So I want to mm. show you this cool building. And then I'm sure there's going to be lots of people in the park. Let's have a little adventure, right? So we have a, a little adventure. We go into the park. Now, stupid me. I forget. We go into the park. And I'm like, let's go back. Ah! So all, the, all these, all, I say mice, all these, okay. And she's like, no, Mom, overcome your fears. I'm like, you better stop. So anyway, then, then we're, I'm hearing music. I'm like, let's follow the music, right? So I'm holding on to him and, and, you know, avoiding, you know, the few rats that we see, whatever. And there's lots of people, so it's dark and it's kind of magical and it's kind of cool. And I'm like, let's follow the music. So I'm hearing this music. And in the dark are people on roller skates um, dancing. <laughs> so cool. We see that. So we walk this, there, whatever. I'm like, okay, we got to go back because now it's like kind of scary. So we are fighting our way out of the park. And this, and I've lived in New York City pretty much my whole life. This I've never seen. So as we're about to exit the park in the distance, and thank God we weren't close in the distance, 
I see a raccoon the size of a small child eating a slice of pizza. Because <laughs> we're New Yorker. Eating a slice of pizza on top of a garbage can. And I'm like, let's get the F out of here. <laughs> With his little demon eyes. You know, Jeremiah had to take a video, a Snapchat, so he could snap, so he could snap his friends. I'm like, oh, take your freaking video and let's, we're out. Let's go. Now I'm not going to need to drink. Okay. Okay. I think there's wine in the fridge. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, I'm sure you live in Georgia. I'm sure you've seen many a cute, sweet Walt Disney raccoon. But, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This one had a switchblade in one hand and a slice of pizza in the other. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, only in New York. Oh, no. I'm thinking, oh, I'm a nature walk. Oh, yes. Central Park. Yeah. Oh, money and me. Yes. Bonding. Yes. I did hear the end of it. My mind. Like, oh, get me out of here. So, 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 so crazy. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. And what's insane is, Yes, no, Sunday was the last opportunity for me to file for emergency unemployment. Mm. And it's perfect timing because I start working this Friday. Wow. Look at God. Look at God. Look at God. And outside of this whole Delta variant situation, um, I am now back to um, pre-COVID life because I'm at the same time I'm also working on on two uh small film projects. So I'm like, oh she's back. She's back. So it's 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 a lot to catch up to. Like I embrace it. I'm terrified in one way, but that just means uh get your act together and be prepared. So thank goodness yesterday was Labor Day because yesterday would have been my first day teaching. I'm not quite ready. Mm. I'll be ready for Friday. I'll be ready for Friday. I, I would have done it, but this this the second the additional class I found out about. I think maybe on Tuesday. I think after the show, I didn't know I had it. So my workload doubled, which is a beautiful thing. So now I'm teaching twice a week, Monday and Friday, which is perfect, actually. And then work around everything else uh, in terms of other work, et cetera. But, and I surprised my mother with, uh, we showed up to my mother's place on uh, Sunday. It's the first time uh, my son and my mother saw each other um, in about 18 months. Mm. Yeah, so of course he was masked and, you know, social distance. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that so sweet? Yeah, so sweet. And and thank goodness she's thriving for, you know, considering that she's fragile and everything else. But for someone fragile with a heart condition that's turning uh, 87, she's doing amazing. And I couldn't actually... Uh, I don't think I would be capable to handle her not at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So gratitude abounds. But what, yeah, but what do you think that thing was when I didn't recognize the door? Yeah, I definitely think it was like a 
you know, alternate universe type thing. Um, it had to have been. It was weird. What did the door look like? Do you remember any of the details? Yeah, it just, well, the, the door always, um, it's it's weird. The door the door is like this gray, you know. Again, because it's like a, it's like oh, we're trying to be cool because we're spending all this money and we have this cool funky place. Look how cool we are. So it's it's uh, like a gray, like a slate gray. It's like a slate gray uh, color, and the door. Uh, small to me um i felt like it should have been bigger it felt like it it felt like narrow to me and then you you open it up and there's this huge cavernous space i mean basically my son had his own floor he's downstairs no i'm yeah yeah he's like oh i'm staying here the whole time (laughs) (laughs) i thought oh one night he'll be bored he won't be with his friends no no and he actually forgot something. He went home and came back, uh, like, I think on Sunday. I'm like, are you just going to stay home? There's no one coming back. So, <laughs> he, yeah. Yeah, so it's this place with three three levels, three bathrooms, a private roof deck garden that could have been anywhere in the world. It looked like, you, you know, you could have been in a boutique hotel in Europe, and that would have been where you have breakfast in the morning. Mm. Like, that's how fabulous it was. But it's interesting. The door seemed small. But, yeah, maybe I'm getting the metaphor here. The door seems small. But then you open it, and you're just like, wow. Right. Because then it just opens up to a space that you can't even imagine exists behind that door. And so, and that space is very light, like lots of natural lights. The windows are, like, floor to ceiling. You know what I'm saying? So, hmm so, yeah. so like, like in real life, the door still seems small. Or when you when you were going mm-hmm. to it, it seems mm-hmm. smaller. To me, yeah, it's, yeah. The door, the door, yeah. In in not recognizing it, and but knowing that, it, like, my brain knew that that's the door to the apartment, but the, but my consciousness didn't recognize it. It seemed, it seemed, it seemed small, and it seemed belong there um and and it wasn't that it was that it didn't go with the colors of the hallway or or anything else it was just this this door for whatever reason i i felt like i was uh stopped in my tracks i was it didn't make sense for me to even try to put the key in the door to open it because i didn't recognize this door and Jeremiah's like, well, no, thank God he knows how I am. But I'm like, there's something. I mean, I know, I know where, the, I know where we, I look at the poster, I know where we are, but I just couldn't take steps to take the key and open the door. And it wasn't I was afraid, I didn't recognize it. But I'm mm. seeing the symbolism here because my mm. life has changed uh it's crazy like really changed for the better mm-hmm. um the keystone being 
my son doing so well considering where things were. You know, and I was talking to him about five years ago, six years ago. He's 16. Six years ago, he was 10. I mean, things are going on, you know, 10, 11, 12, that teenagers who are 15, 16, 17 were going through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we have come out, you know, uh, and yes, we're not blood-related, but we are soul-related. And yeah. our sensitivities are very similar, you know. Um, yeah, and then what was so cute, like yesterday, he's like, um, are you busy tomorrow? I'm like, oh, my God. I, I said, yeah. I, I, I said, Tuesday's a crazy day. He goes, what about Thursday? I'm like, why? He goes, because I want to spend some time with you. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So maybe it's the metaphor. Like, I'm hesitating because I'm not used to opening a door like this. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's a good point. So thank you for asking that because that, that didn't occur to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously the symbolism of a door, you know, you know an opportunity um, and crossing a threshold that's presumably different mm. because, because you're, right. yeah, you're, you're going from one space clearly into another space. So right. one dimension into another. Right. Right. Um, right. So that, that's interesting. So I like that you said you weren't yeah. afraid, though. It was just like, whoa, this is no. different. I was just like, well. And, no, and you know, it, and it may be, it may be a bit of, you know, you kind of doing your routine, you know, with your son, like, oh, we just came back from an outing, let's, just, you know, go in, and then realizing, well, whoa, wait a minute, this is, this is a little different, um, a lot different, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot different, yeah, right, yeah. So I, I know love, maybe I love, it was the teeth. Good. I love all of it. I love that that you knew he, he wasn't going to freak out because you were a little off, but he was just like, you know, okay, what's like, what's going on? Um, That's mom being mom. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he could, he, he obviously, you know, can just allow you to be you. And, and it, right. and, you know, with all the things that you, you are gifted with, <laughs> you know, uh, he, he can recognize that you just need a moment. And right. You know, kind of like full faith that you'll be like, okay, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll get through this. This is just like, oh, wait a minute, a pause. Whoa, okay. Right. little pause, so, right? Yeah. I have a feeling he has yeah. a lot more to, to, to ask you, you know, maybe on a deeper, on a deeper level, um, I guess, whenever the time comes. Because, you know, he sees, he observes, and he knows. He knows yeah. I'm sure you guys talk. But I think it would be oh, yeah. interesting to, to see uh, what else mm-hmm. comes up just from spending that time in that space. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. And and when I said, oh, that must have been like a dimension thing or whatever, he's like, yeah. Like, so it wasn't like, <laughs> mom, what do you, like, you know, not, not like my friend, the clinician, that doesn't exist. I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really, it's really funny. I've noticed this in a few staunch atheists, like you, like, they get violently angry. That's not going to All right. Why is yeah, that? Yeah, I've got um, I've got a cousin that lives in uh, in Scotland, and uh, she was raised Jehovah's Witness, and uh, she ended up marrying someone 
who was Jehovah's Witness, who was from Scotland. That's why she ended up. I think that's why she ended up there. Or maybe she was already going to. She's a she's a brain. She's she's at some university there teaching. I think. Um, but I mentioned when I saw her last at the at our reunion in the Philippines, um, I was mentioning just in conversation with a group of people, a group of our relatives, about uh, astrology. And she just sort of gave me that side eye, like, mm, you know, like, like mm. I don't like talking about it. You know, none of that, that's, none of that stuff's real. Like, okay. None of that so, witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, well, whatever. That's, that's, you know, we don't, we definitely don't need to talk about that. That's not like the only thing I talk about. But, um, but I'm also not talking science with you because I, I get lost. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. But I'm like, okay, whatever. But it was just as interesting as most people who, you know, most people who are in the sciences still have that little like spark of, of wonder of, well, yeah, how does all that work? You know, but uh, I guess there are some purists like, well, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't break it down and, and test it. And it doesn't apply to any of the, any of the things that, any of the disciplines that I know about. So I am not uh, entertaining any of that. It's just nonsense. Not not worthy of a conversation, um, right? No you, such oh, thing. That doesn't oh, exist. I've heard that. No such thing. It doesn't exist. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, oh. that's a I, I'm a, one. I love when when you can spend time in a beautiful space. I think everyone oh my God. can can appreciate that. Just oh you know, whether God. it's because you're on vacation or you happen to have fantastic friends who have beautiful spaces. Right. When you can right. do that. And just enjoy it. And, and also it gives you permission to imagine your life in, the, in that so kind true. of setting. It's and, so true. Mm-hmm. And there's also, a, um, while you're doing that, it allows you to just accept it, like take it in. Like, well, but I am here yep. right now. And, and even exactly if it's not. We're living large. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even if it's not yours permanently, it's yours for the moment. And it was for those four days. Yep. Wow. Yeah. 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 So you know, sort of like with, when when Anna, my cousin, says when we're living in this house, it's like I feel like I'm still in an Airbnb. I'm like I'm, like, like I'm in someone else's Airbnb. Um, I can't right. believe it's ours. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so uh, wonderful. And anything. I mean, but like for example, like for my my Labor Day, I actually met up with a friend of mine that I met oh almost 20 years ago. Um, doing uh, what was it? It was doing meditation, like energy work. So she was. This class was one of two different classes. Lois was one class, and then I have a friend Lynette, who was teaching mm-hmm. um, energy, energy work, energy healings. So this was a very small group, like like three students. And so, you know, my friend, my friend Posey. Um, was one of the, one of the students. And so this small group, including the, the teacher, Lynette, we've, we've sort of maintained, you know, not, not extremely close um, ties, but we still will touch base with each other every so often. And but I, because it was such a transformational time when we were taking these classes and so much happened, you know, during and after for each other, you know, for all of us in our personal lives, people, you know, people had divorces, uh, you know, people were getting into new relationships, people were moving, going across country. There were a lot of things. Eventually that ended up, you know, we just had our lives to do. But for those 
I don't I can't remember how many years we were in classes. It didn't seem like it was that long because so much transformation was happening. But but we all keep touch. Uh, and and you know, some of us have butted heads. It's interesting how, you know, well we can't we can't so and so is not talking to so and so, so we we'll have to pick and choose how we're going to get together or how much time we're going to spend if we all want to technically re- reunite and, you know, have a girl's day or whatever. But, um, yeah, Posey was someone who, uh, so her background, that she's got like a, a Jewish mother and a Mexican father. Love um, it. And so she's, she's beautiful. Um, and she's, she's got this a very different sense of not not so different, but a, a, a unique sense of spirituality and how that plays out, mm-hmm. given uh-huh. given her her parents and and the cultures that come from that. Um, mm-hmm. So we we sat and had brunch on Monday, and it was mm. I think just like all of our like um, well, I feel very blessed to have such wonderful friends. Where yeah. we have, um, we can just pick up where we left off, even if it's been mm-hmm. six years, you know, ten years. I love years. that. It's the best. It's the best. It's just mm-hmm. that joy of of being in the same mm-hmm. space and just truly catching up and having that space where you can tell me anything, and I can yeah. tell you anything. Um, and so we it. just enjoyed. It was we enjoyed a brunch that took forever long. It was like the worst service ever, uh, but but I knew it was a good place to eat. It's just you know I think they they were very apologetic. Like we're just completely slammed and we are not, you know, we were not right. prepared for it. Prepared. Right. Yeah. But uh, like brunch took like two and a half hours and it should not have, you know, taken. And that was, right. that was, that was, you know, it worked out because we could talk, but we were also yeah. at, at certain times, you know, starving and dehydrated. Be hangry. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but we were, we were all good. It was good, but it was just such a, it was nice to see, how far we've come, mm. you know, and, and to just acknowledge that and to bask in that and to, you know, to just, because we certainly had spent times as a group kind of consoling each other with just what, what was just a very terrible time, you know, with, with endings and things like that. And now to, to kind of see, take stock of where we all are, because she still keeps it. We mm-hmm. all kind of keep in touch, but on separate levels. And it seems like everyone's, I, I, I got a good place. And it was just really nice to see that. You know, she's got two kids or, you know, uh, gosh, they're ones in college and one just graduated. So mm-hmm. a lot of transformation for her. And, but, but she's in such a much better place, um, even nice. in her choices and feeling very good. She was a school teacher for a number of years. And, mm-hmm. I don't know when this happened, but fairly, I guess fairly recently, she got out of that and um, is now just tutoring. So it's not she's not working for somebody; she's doing her right. thing. Right, good. Uh-huh. And she seems so much, so much better for it, so much happier right. for it. So you know the, that feeling of wow, we are you know we are really doing some things, and we've gone through a lot, and um, and we're such better people for it. These were not, yeah. like, you know, I mean, I, I can say, you know, comparatively speaking, you know, my, my life was definitely not, not nearly as tragic and, and difficult, but, um, but, 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 but on a spiritual level, we all kind of had to dig through some of the same issues, regardless right. of how it played out, you know, in, in, in the physical manifestation of it, but, right. uh, 
dealing with loss, dealing with um, mm-hmm. self-worth. Uh, yeah, huge, huge, huge. Dealing with, huge. Dealing with boundaries. And huge. Mm-hmm. And still learning, still still being open to learn. Like how Always. Do we, we're, Always. we're trading, you know, spiritual mentors and, and, and connections. Like, oh, you need to talk to so-and-so. Yeah, she's my acupuncturist. Right. So you need to, you know, this right. is who I right. work with uh, to work on. on we, she was really uh, really um, fascinated with the whole ancestral healing. She's like, I know mm. that that's a, that's a component that I need to look at. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, it's been, it was such a, such a beautiful day. And mm. so just, uh, you know, oh, and she, I love it. Cause she's, she's, she's sort of, she's been with the same guy for, uh, I don't know, the last, well, at least the last five or six years. Um, uh-huh. but what's, what's, what's really cool. She had sold her house, I guess, again, fairly recently, probably right when she needed to, cause she got a ton of money for it. She was in town too. Um, so it was going to be a, a hot selling property. She needed right. a downside. She's like, I, my kids are grown and they're, they're kind of on their own now, or, you know, they don't really, I don't need to have the house for them because they're not staying right. there every day. Um, so she ends up getting a, a condo in the same area, like the same building across the hall from the guy she's dating. So they have their own. Oh, nice. Close. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. You figured it out. She's like, right? (laughs) That's the best. Across the board. I I love that. That's ideal. (laughs) That Uh, is ideal. Separate apartments. Yeah. Right. And just right across the hall. God, that's perfect. That's That's perfect. Yeah. Because I I think about my friend. They weren't living together, but because of COVID, they're now living together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's in this place. I guess they could escape because you know there's lots of options. But still, you know, like she's sharing a space with this guy. Mm-hmm. Who I, I'm still, sh- I'm still shocked that he spoke to her the way that he spoke to her. Like I don't know mm-hmm. what he was thinking. And she said, no one in her whole, no man has ever spoken to her her entire life. And this has been the healthiest relationship that she's been she's been in, and they've been together for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So it, it really, it really, there is something to say about, you know, having your own space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no desire to, to uh, cohabitate um, with anyone outside of like, you know, my kids. No. no right. Need to. And, nope. and I say, mm-hmm. I would say, and I, I see a, a hand is raised, so I, I think I know who it is. Mm-hmm. But I would, um, so we're going to get to you in a moment, caller. Uh, it, that conversation with her just made me really think about, okay, so what, what am I looking, what am I working towards? Because I think, what was the phrase she used? Um, you know, because she's, she's been in plenty of relationships. She's already, she's divorced, so she knows. Um the whole traditional route of, of doing things. And um, right. she said, yeah, you know, it really brings up this, the whole issues, the whole co- concept of intimacy and what does that mean? And what does that mean in, in mm-hmm. your, in your relationships and what are you working towards? Um, mm-hmm. When you, when you say you, you want to be intimate with somebody, what does that mean? So um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, it was just eye opening. Um, and, and not in like, oh, my God, I'm shocked and appalled, but just like, oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. These are good things to, these are good 
good things to consider, good questions to bring up, and mm-hmm. good questions to answer, obviously, for, for myself. So, Right. Mm. Yeah. So I, I hear you. Hmm. Yeah. Well, all for separate apartments. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's the moral of that story. Uh, yeah, so let's take this call. All right. This is area code 519. Hello. Hello, ladies. It's Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Hi. I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to frame, because it is a question, but I'm trying to frame it so that I, I'm not overly verbose with all the details. But it okay. does. Speaking of friends, so I have a friend, and we've been friends uh-huh. basically through our kids for like maybe three, I don't know, a long time, like maybe about 12 years. So, okay. But, you know, she's my party friend, and, you know, we go out and do stuff. But okay, she's been going out with this guy that unfortunately introduced her to. Um, maybe for about two and a half years. The guy's a total sociopath. Um, oh, no. But he's called me the C-word. He called all of her friends the C-word. You know, oh. you know the people that oh. try and get you away from your friends and cause a division, mm. that sort of thing. So mm. at first, so she continues to date him after he calls us oh, all C-words. Um, but I sort of dismissed it in that, like, I know that he's trying to cause a division, and I don't want right. to let him win. Well, finally, I find out that he calls our other friend the N-word. Whoa! She continued to, you know, go to his place, call him, text him, and have sex with him. Um, But so she broke up with him. But, you know, if you've broken up with someone, you're not calling them and having sex with them, right? Um, Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was, to me, the final straw that she did. Thank you. Yeah, okay, now, now he's won. You know, I, I want nothing to do with her anymore. Thank um, you. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, you know, I haven't broached it yet because anytime I've tried to help her. So so my other neighbor who's married to the N-word. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. I, I didn't want to tell her because her husband's currently no. in the hospital. Um, but no. then last night she, she's, she says, oh, you know, you've been friends with her so long. You've got to stay friends with her. And then finally I just told her, here's what. He said, and here's what she continues to do. And so this then is why you—that's just why you feel why you feel so you have to explain that to her. Exactly. Right. So okay. once she heard that, she got it, right? right. So, but I'm—I hate and like she's a she is a good person, but I, I can't. It's like watching a train wreck. So. Mm. Right. But it's not my responsibility to fix her life, and she blames us no. for introducing him. I said, listen, you would have been with another loser who might have even... So did you put a gun to her head when she took off her clothes to have sex with him? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I I mean, what have you learned from this? She learned nothing from anything. So all right. do, do I tell her? Because I've already told her. I said, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, said, I said, I would not continue to date someone who called my friends those names. Like right. I said that. Mm-hmm. It's like it falls on deaf ears. Do, do you, is I, there any yes. energy around her ever fixing herself, or you know? Well, do I need the to energy, break up with her? Well, I think I think you. I yeah. Wow. And how and how? Like, look at the timing. I'm telling you the story. Yeah. Isn't that funny, right? So yeah, you're I know. Like, I got to call in. <laughs> That's so. Look at us. Look at <laughs> us again, Jen, with this craziness. <laughs> right. You must have been like. This is on my mind. She's talking about this. <laughs> it's it's now, been plaguing me all weekend. <laughs> wow, that's so, 
yeah, that's so crazy. So the the so the 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 thing. Well, this is how I. Interesting. So my energetic approach to this situation, which um, uh, I would say. What he said to her, well, I'm going to just say it because in comparison, it really isn't that whatever. But to me, and knowing this person's character and knowing uh, they're, they're very, you know, evolved intellectuals, whatever, whatever, like it, it just, it might, he might as well have said the C word. He didn't. But he said to her three times in a row and um, and he was basically ignoring her request to uh, take care of something um, that needed to be taken care of before they were going away for the weekend since the night before. So um, he just chose to ignore her request and on like from the night before and then the next morning as she's getting ready to leave because I'm going to come over to watch the holy cat. Um, uh, she said, could you take care of this now? And then he just lost it and, and, and said, uh, shut the F up three times. He might as well have said the, the C word because it's so, it just so came from left field. Yeah. The way that I looked at it is that she's a grown woman. She has invested uh, 15 years in this relationship. And they'll figure it out. And I was cordial and my usual flip self, you know, with, with him because I, I walked into the, to the car as they were going. And, and, you know, I was very civil, um, but flip, you know, I use, that, I use that because I wasn't happy with what he said. Not, not that he has any idea that I know anything, but I was just like my, my flip, you know, oh, that's Lou's being flipped. And I just left it like, she she is she is a grown woman. She'll figure it out. So I say the same to you, because the fact that she has the immaturity to blame you guys for um, the introduction. You know, if somebody introduced anchovies to me, and I don't <laughs> like them, I'm not gonna put. The, I'm not gonna get the anchovies on my pizza. It's that simple. So how dare she, how dare she be so immature that to blame you guys. So I would say it's not necessarily about a breakup because I've had, uh, you know, dear friends or, or, or friends that are also neighbors, et cetera, where every once in a while I have to step out of frame. Mm, that's a good way. I yeah. just ha- yes, I just have to step out of frame. And what I say to myself about people that mean something to me, but I need to just not be in the uh, in their orbit for a moment, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I'm just not digging it. It's just not doing anything for me. What I focus on is stepping out of frame and then intending that whenever we do cross paths, that my intention is to fall in love with them again. 
meaning to focus on light and brighter times moving forward. And if that's not possible, then I'm going to stay out of frame. Because mm-hmm. I, if I okay. want to go back, right, if I want to go back into that fold of that friendship, I don't want to go into absolutes, well, this is unacceptable. Now, with this chick, with the boyfriend, uh, if they're a package deal, I really don't want to have anything to do with it. And I actually had a neighbor who was in a very toxic, abusive relationship, and I did break up with her because I just couldn't support the, the violence that was going on. I just couldn't support it. And one of the things that motivated her to break up with him was because she missed me, which is kind of funny. Um, but that's an extreme. That's, that's, that's good, though. Ex- it's a good reason. Yes, that, that's an ex- but that's an extreme case. So and, and and actually, this is the person I'm, that I'm thinking about. Where I'm 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 kind of putting her on pause a little bit because there's just a, a lot of nonsense that I just don't want to. A lot of drama, a lot of nonsense that I I can't uh, engage with right now. Um, it's it's not supporting my consciousness, and um, I just don't want to deal with you know. Uh, I just don't want to deal with the madness right now. It's it's too it's just too much chaos. Um, does she know I feel this way? Absolutely not. Am I going to say anything? No. Am I stepping out of frame? Sure. When we get together, and we're going to get together on Thursday because um, we're involved in a little project that we're doing. So in order for me to best serve this project um, that she's a big part of, I need to fall in love with her again and not, and not resent the fact that I said yes to helping her with, with this little thing that she needs help with that involves, you know, a lot of steps and a lot of my support, which I will do. I will finish what I started. I will honor my word, right? But my intention, knowing that I'm going to see her as a scheduled thing, my intention is fall in love with her. Remember why you said yes to, to helping her with this. So I say, I say, that, I say that to you. Um, it's like when I'm, I hear... Why are you doing this, right? Right, you, you're doing it because you want to be healthy for your kids. You want to be strong. You want to look good in your, you know what I'm saying? So that, so mm-hmm. you, you think about the why, you know, you think about the why. So, yeah, I think step out of frame with this one because that's, it does warrant like a breakup because of, of what he said, but I'm not going to be that harsh um, because if you do see the value and I guess that's something for you to think about, Jen. If you do see the value of uh, the mutual benefit of the friendship, those are the best relationships where there's mutual benefit and there's that mutual <laughs> yeah, respect, that, you know. That, that I have to analyze. So <laughs> Right. Yeah, because, uh, you know, otherwise it's like charity begins at home. and you, well, We have enough of our things to deal with. I got kids. You know what? I don't need mm-hmm. another. You know, and you don't need another one. And also, too, um, I I just think the immaturity, the pettiness, and the immaturity to blame you guys for introducing, you know, her to this guy that you had the best of intentions. You know, we don't know what happens behind closed doors, and then you find out, you know, someone's character or whatever. But mm-hmm. if she, you know, if, I would guess and maybe this is a little bit of the energy that I'm getting, I would guess she's the type of person that thinks being alone is like a bad thing. 
Absolutely. Like as thank soon as you. she's alone, she picks thank up you. a bottle of booze that, that, and to start you. drinking. I rest, she doesn't like you. being alone. Yeah. I rest my case. Thank you. Okay. So that's the and I'm gonna I'm putting this out there to both of you because I, I'm sure that you know people like this. You know people who were very pretty when they were like in their teens and twenties and now they're, you know, getting to their fifties and their looks are you know, yeah, you know, they look like they're fifty, right? Right. And they've never had to really work on their personality. That's yes, I know plenty of people like that. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that's the case here. Like you you gotta say, okay, who am I at a certain point? Yeah. And I think she let it She's go been far posting. too long. Most She's people been do it in their thirties, yeah. right? Right. 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 So you yeah, and then and then you, you, you and you hit forty like a boss. Because yeah. you did you you're working on yourself. Right. So the thing is, too, she's also, you know, she she also, I don't want to use the word addict, but I'm getting that energy. So she's, there's some sort of addiction going on. She's addicted to not being alone. Mm-hmm. And when she's alone, she, she, she will try to, you know, put water in a bucket with a hole in it. So yep. it never gets, yeah, right, right. So you're dealing, you're dealing with somebody that's not really um, all there, and she'd rather be, intimate with someone who is a misogynistic racist mm-hmm. than to be alone. And that to me is tragic because she really missed the boat. She didn't get on the train where, you know, where they were giving out tickets on you, you've got to love yourself. You have to have a relationship with yourself. A lot of people just want to skip that and just go right to the, the dopamine, because you get the, the, the endorphins and the oxytocin that, that, that gets the hormonal release, the dopamine. And also, as humans, we're wired to need that, you know, that human primal connection. Uh, but people like to bypass the work, and this is why they're serial daters. That's why there's sex addiction. That's why distraction, because anything to resist during the work. And the key is, let go of the resistance, and the kingdom is yours. Mm-hmm. So I say take a take a pause. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, I don't want anything to do with this girl. But I I don't know your history. I can't speak on that. You know, um, you know, being the mother of a black son. I mean, right there, I'm so offended. Um, yeah, but that's her choice. So I think choose to take a pause. And yeah. I don't think. No. And I don't think she's going to really hear any. If you said things to her already, Jen, I don't think she's really. I think don't say anything no. else. There's nothing. To, there's yeah. nothing to say. What is there to say? Exactly. Yeah. What is so there? I hope to that say, helps. You know? yeah. Actions speak louder than words, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the thing is too. Like I did a little boundary um, because I got a text from this from this neighbor. I re- I re- I I already know that I already knew that I I was going to schedule seeing her on Thursday. She didn't know that yet. And she's like, can we get together? And I'm like, well, we're going to, how about Thursday? I scheduled this. Um, and then I said, I am now back to pre-COVID busy. And that, and that was my boundary. So you mm-hmm. have this window, that's it. And I'm not available. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I need to do, do my due diligence, honor my word, but I'm not going to be uh, available to be in the audience to watch the chaos. The yeah, yeah. I want to read. I get. Can I? Because I get a, the t- The ticket is refundable, and I just called up my credit card company. So that's it. That's all. 
That's it. It's a refundable ticket. That's it. Yeah. So well, let us know what happens. Go ahead. I will. And, and I, you know, I have to say to myself, too, like, you know what? Being my friend is an honor. You know? There it's, you it's go. There you go. Don't, yeah. don't right. take that that's, yes, for granted. Don't sell yeah. that short. That's, don't, yes, just what, I'll leave you with this, and then we're going to close out the show. Just yeah. when people take you for granted or make assumptions, I'm like, my philosophy is keep them guessing because you're going to see a whole side to me that you didn't, that you didn't even know was in there. <laughs> so don't get it twisted. Keep them Thank guessing. you, ladies. So you live your life. And, like, yeah, call us back and let us know what's going on because that's fascinating. Okay. All right. All right, cool. Bye. I'm glad you called. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank isn't that you. interesting? Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you. it's your fault. You introduced me to him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who says that? What, are, we, are we in second grade? <laughs> oh, no, honey. I'm glad. Whoosh, I'm, listen, glad I'm not checking her. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> wow. If you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Thursday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. As always, stay safe, take care of yourselves and each other. Let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Take care. Bye. Bye.